Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to address a listener mail that I got from somebody named Colleen. And uh, it brought up a really interesting. Uh, Exchange. Okay, uh, you're springing this on me. I know, I know, through email and stuff. So, and I'm going to read Colleen's email and talk about uh, my thoughts and how, I, and then I'm going to read my response to it. And then we're going to discuss a little bit about this and, and how we use language in the podcast and stuff. So, um, it's about fat shaming. So, oh, she, she thought we were fat shaming? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, uh, Colleen wrote in, um, she says, I love your podcast and have learned so much from it. Thanks. So I was a bit shocked while listening to last Friday's episode to hear a comment you made about a client you were fitting for some sweatpants. I think it was Mallory who said, quote, she kind of had a big bum, end quote. I couldn't help but wonder how that woman would feel when she heard that. Surely there are more diplomatic ways to discuss the size issues you were dealing with. I never expected to hear that type of fat shaming remark from you. Probably a momentary lapse, but please keep podcasting, Colleen. And, okay, so that's the end of Colleen's, you know, letter uh, that she wrote me. And I just want to say thank you so much, Colleen, for writing in and in like a... Right, not a very not, polite way. I mean, not attacking yeah, someone. Yeah, if you right. if you thought that I was fat shaming, like if I thought somebody was fat shaming, I would be like really angry about that, you know. And and I appreciate you. Sort yes, of, but it's about discussion. Yeah, yeah, and not about attacking. Exactly. So, right. um, I'll tell you what I did. I first of all, you know, I I felt that I was not fat shaming because I I don't think that's a good thing to do. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Um, and then I actually called a friend of mine who's really active in like the plus size and body positivity. She does a lot about body image, yeah. Yeah, uh, movement, and she herself um, would describe herself as plus size. And I feel like in this, we are in an age where a lot of uh, marginalized groups are getting a lot more voice, you know. And I didn't want to say I know how plus size women feel because I'm not, a plus right. size woman, and while I do have my own body yeah, image but you've issues, you've got big legs. No, <laughs> no. Well, but, well, yeah. I see that could be fat shaming. Well, I guess it could. This is where this is where these words big, and some people some people think you shouldn't use words like that at all. Some people right. think it's okay. Some people want to take ownership of it, etc. And your views right. may differ may differ from right. what we think, but um, 
I called my friend, uh, Liz, and I talked to her, and I talked to her about my email response, and I wanted to get her perspective, and um, anyway, this is what I came up with and wrote back to Colleen. I say, Colleen, thank you for your kind, thoughtful email on such a sensitive and important subject. I very much appreciate your civil and curious approach, and I would like to address the issue. Firstly, your very important concern about how that woman would feel when she heard that is the crux of the issue. Let me assure you that I would never talk about a person on the podcast or to another person and say something I wouldn't say to the client's face. And that's how we spoke in person. We talked about her body, saying the pants fit on her larger bottom and not at her smaller waist. When we talk to our clients while we're fitting them, they themselves will sometimes say, I've got a big butt. I have fat arms, I have no boobs, etc. Words can be hurtful for sure, but that's where the second part of the issue comes in. To me, fat shaming is using words like big or words that mean big and and placing a value judgment on a person based on size. That's not how the client and I work together. We use the terms big and small as descriptors. Having a big bum meant that we needed to take in at the waist, not that this woman was deficient or bad or unhealthy. I think context is key, and I would not have said that I would not have said this about this woman behind her back or made her feel bad about her size in person or on the podcast. You'll hear mom and I say things like we have big boobs, small boobs, big shoulders, etc. I hope that we make every effort to highlight that when we talk about bodies, our own or other people's, that terms like big or small are all relative to other parts of our bodies. What's important is that our garments fit our bodies in a comfortable way, and that's the beauty of the fitting and sewing process. We get to analyze our bodies and sew what we want based on how we want to look and feel. And then I asked, would it be okay for uh, for me to talk about our conversation on the podcast? And uh, she Colleen obviously said yes. Said yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, I I do I want to say that um, you know while we're we we are with these people in person, and I don't I don't say to everybody like you know, you've, you've got a big bum or something, but, but this client, you know, she was like, I mean, she, she makes some really kind of, not brash, but I was like fitting her in the crotch and she was like, you're all up in my Kool-Aid, you know, like this is, <laughs> this is how we talked. And so I think that Colleen had a really good point. And if she was concerned that maybe this person would be hurt by this, I can totally understand that. But okay. Okay. I will say. I have heard those. You yeah. can be quiet now. Okay. I get to talk. All right. This is the first time, I, I mean, I knew the comment was, or that Colleen had written in. I hadn't heard it. I did not hear your response. First of all, Colleen, I love you. Yeah. Like for, for, for being communicative and not bashing Mallory for maybe misspeaking if that's what had happened or, or, or if she had intentionally right. insulted somebody by calling her on it and saying, hey, was this okay in this situation or what? And I, I do think you and I can be rather blatant, maybe sometimes, because I will say, you know, I had this fat here, or I mean, and I don't, you know, but anyway, it sounds different to everybody. Yeah. And if people and, don't know us or. Right. Or right. And you know. like you said, you were in the situation, and I have mm-hmm. had people say, oh, no, this is my fat right here, and I want to hide it. Yeah. And and we will continue in that conversation to right. call it their fat. or mm-hmm. And see, I guess the other thing, too, is I don't know that I think big and small are value words. But yeah. Colleen did. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's all right that she did. Well, and totally, this is all very personal. Right, one person, right. And you, this is the one thing that's really opened my eyes as I've gotten, I have an idea of what I think an ideal body is. And, and it's very sad because I think that maybe I shouldn't have that idea. And then I will look at someone who I think kind of has that. Right. And I will feel envious of them. And I'm like, oh, I wish I right. like had your, you know boob to waist proportion or bust to waist proportion right. you know and they they have got their own you know psychology about their body and they do not think it's yeah. the perfect body and it's just everyone's different and right. some people would not be okay with someone else saying to them you have a big bum right you know right. uh but I definitely it, I don't I don't start off the conversation right. like well that, you, know? you know we, we, we <laughs> I have a daughter <laughs> I have a daughter who has like the widest bud in the family. Yeah. Okay. And this is funny. And my gosh, I, I don't, maybe, I don't know how you guys wound up with such good, uh, you know, positive uh, body images, <laughs> whatever. But I remember one year, you know, everybody got a $5 bill in the mail uh-huh. in like this Easter card or something. I can't remember what it was. And that daughter didn't get it. And it was from Aunt Jane, uh-huh. you know, so Aunt Jane sent a $5 bill and, it was kind of obvious that the card came for the other two daughters and maybe her card just got, you know, delayed in the mail. And she was like, well, I didn't get $5 from Aunt Jane. And I said, that's because you got her butt. <laughs> but, right. And that's, so these I, are, you know, but this, and this is a family joke. Right. I mean. and But it is sort of, um, I think. It's, sometimes it's arbitrary. But sometimes it's, you know, that's not a joke that probably someone would make. To a, non- a little boy, right? Or a not? Well, it is. It's a very feminine job. Yep. It, it is. It's a well, very female and this, thing. This is what's going on. We, I mean, we have internalized the idea, right, that women's bodies. Well, nobody has said anything about Donald Trump's wide butt. Yeah, but right. they talk about sure. Hillary's all the time. Sure. So we've internalized right. this idea that it's okay to like talk about, judge, quantify, da da da, female bodies. Right. You know, and then that, I mean, that feeds into it's okay for someone else to have other control over a woman's body, like whether or not she's going right. to have sex with them or. Or she a, gets to go to a certain kind of clinic. Well, or, 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 or whether. Healthcare or whatever. Whether or not, you know, oh, it's okay for a boy to um, smack a girl's butt as she's walking by, you know, da 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 da. Like this all feeds into that. So I, I very much, you know, uh, don't I don't want to be I don't want to be perpetuating that. But we also joke. And then Colleen actually wrote me back again, and um, she she says that she's part of a sewing group uh-huh. in her her town, and she said uh, she said in her second email her response to me, she said, I guess that for me it's very different when I refer to my big boobs or my huge hips myself than right. it is when others do so. I gained some weight in the last couple of years, and with two re- knee replacements in my fifties. And since then, I've become particularly sensitive to weight in a, in a way that I never was before. Often, when my friends and I talk about our bodies in negative ways, we are seeking reassurance that we still look good. And after working in human resources management for 35 years, I know how much words can hurt. On the other hand, I also have a wonderful group of women in my sewing class, and sometimes we do more talking than sewing. In that setting, we can say almost anything to each other and laugh about it. One woman had so much trouble fitting a jacket once that we all suggested that she get her breasts done. So, like, okay, you know, here <laughs> right. we are in this intimate right. setting. Right. You know, and, you know, the podcast, what we're recording right. here right now, podcasting is a really interesting space because, like, Mom and I are sitting together 
we run this store where people come in and they like hold my child. And well, and we are intimate with their bodies. And, yeah, and we're right. we're all up in their Kool-Aid, like, you know, <laughs> this woman said. But then people are listening who've never met us, too. And so right. we're, we have this public figure sort of thing going on, too. So I think it's important for us to just, like, you know, remind people of this and, and, and to address issues of sensitivity. And also, I've been reading uh, lots of feminist literature lately. Um, and... I think that there is a lot of internalized sexism. Like, I thought, oh, well, why am I making a garment to make myself look this way? Right. Who's that for? Right. You know? And, well, and, and you know, you can go on and on about yeah. where that image came in your yeah. head or where you were introduced to sure. it or, 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 or whatever. Um, well, I don't know. Here, here's the thing that struck me as a young woman uh-huh. is that I had magazine images in my head. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I saw some celebrities in person. Yeah. They don't have anything on us. <laughs> no, no, but I was. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be good enough, pretty enough. My skin isn't going to be fine enough. You know, all of this, yeah. like, stuff. My hair's not going to be thick enough, shiny enough. I mean, because I'm not airbrushed. Well, and it's and a- when I see those person, these uh-huh. people in person i'm like no they're me yeah they're they're, they're real they're real they've got a blemish you know they they might have split ends uh maybe their hair isn't thick because it's not fluffed up or puffed up or whatever right right so you know i, I would i think it might be really hard to be a celebrity oh I because think so too. you know you're putting out this whole different image Oh, man. Can you imagine you have to wake up and do that every day? I think this is becoming more prevalent. But, you know, the the paparazzi in the magazines, they get so excited when they get to find a a, Somebody without makeup or not dressed or in there. Or, well, oh, the body shaming about women and, you know, their bellies after pregnancy and all that stuff. Like, I'd like to see some male paparazzi hold a baby in his belly for nine right, months. Right, right. Oh, man, and then squeeze it out that little hole. Right. You know, or, <laughs> get, or get their gut ripped open and have that baby pulled out. Oh, I would, lo- I would love just, it. You know, I mean, there's there's big double standards. and Or, like, not being able to, like, eat, like, toasted ravioli, <laughs> you know, because your belly's going to pop out that afternoon. Well, and the the pressure on women to uphold this particular you know look all the time on top of on top of the hard work that they have to do like acting and you know so there's there's the hard work and raising children and and raising children da 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 and then also and i'm I'm reading a book by peggy and and upholding yeah our sex yes exactly and being a symbol yes holding our sex our 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 you know what do I want to say? Our sex. I, I yeah. wish I had another word. Our gender. Whatever. What, yeah. You know, up to respect. Yeah. All we want is respect. It's a, well, you know what? Everybody sort of makes fun of the beer belly on a guy. Like it's cute uh-huh. or funny or teddy bearish. Yeah. You know what? It's very unhealthy, by the way. <laughs> Just so y'all know. Well, and that's, okay, so that's another thing that I talked with Liz about. You know, she talked, she, we were discussing like different types of fat shaming and, and stuff. And she said that people sometimes use the excuse um, to fat shame people and say it's unhealthy. And the thing about that argument is, well, it's possible that levels of obesity are unhealthy, like for sure. 
we have, there are two things. I think we have a very skewed view of what is too fat. And a lot of times when we see somebody that we think, you know, maybe it, we're like, oh, well, they're big or da-da-da. Like, they're actually normal because we're used to magazine images, maybe, right. that are airbrushed. And the other thing is that person's health is really none of your business. Well, the other, and you I know? mean, the other thing, I mean, just for, you know, hitting the facts or, or there are thin people that are very, very unhealthy. Well, and it's because of their habits or whatever sure. that they've, they've become unhealthy. And... Again, it's not our business. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I've never you know, seen anybody drag somebody through the mud for maybe like having a drug addiction, that, right. which which someone an addiction, you know, popular medical uh, terminology they call that a disease. Right. It's a problem, right. you know. Um, it's and, a medical issue. Or yeah. Whatever. So like, like, there are lots of medical issues out there that people aren't. Well, I have to speak up about this person's appearance, and since it's so appearance based, it gets more put on women you also i mean despite the body shaming or the what whatever all of our um any of our any of the judgments we make in our mind or the biases we carry what we all need to really think about is we don't know what's going on with that person we have no idea yeah we have no idea I uh, follow the lingerie addict on Facebook, and she posted a video. She posts a lot of, like, lingerie stuff and burlesque stuff. And it was this um, woman, and she is tap dancing topless, okay? <laughs> and Mallory's she, never done that. I, I, well, I don't, I'm not a very good tap dancer. Uh, so, but she makes up her own routines. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, this woman, I don't know how tall she is, but she definitely, you know, if, if – uh, I, she is plus size, you know, right. and people complained that this woman, by posting this video, was like promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. And she's like, "No, I'm just showing this person's work. Like this is her." Well, I'm pretty sure if she routine. can tap dance pretty well. She's got some uh, well, fitness about her, yeah, also. That, you know, like, that's whatever. between that's between this lady right. and her doctor. It and is. and uh, the lingerie addict. Uh, her name is Cora, and um. She is a black woman, and she oftentimes has her hair, like, in a natural state. And she uh-huh. said something like, well, you could say that by me posting just a picture of myself that I'm, like, promoting natural hair or, or something. Right. Or, you know, just she's like, why aren't you – why don't people complain about other aspects of people's appearance? Why They only complain about fatness. Well, and, they, you know? and, and it's also – very often, just women's fatness. I hate to say Agreed. that. Agreed. Chris you Farley, know, did you, so, did you so ever see anybody? Big, how big can men get before somebody goes too big? Right. They get really pretty big. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's fine. Right. Like that's, right. uh, but, but. Again, it's their business. Yes, it's yeah. their business, but it definitely. You know, okay, you want to know what, like, I really like to see on a woman? <laughs> No. I love to see women with muscular arms. It just turns me on. But anyway. No, because I have never had, like, really strong arms. And, like, I get really jealous when I see, like, definition in in women's arm muscles. And so we're at this intersection here between, like, hobby and fashion. Right. uh, where, Where we, like, live in our sewing world. And so... You know, we're not in high fashion. We're not. I think creating... we're. I think we're in reality fashion. Sure, we're not. Yeah, you know, what works for you? Yeah, but right. we're not creating like these. You know, we're not trying to be super creative in terms of like creating different silhouettes or I don't know, like making dresses out of uh, kombucha bacteria right, right. and stuff like that. Or our beer can tabs. Or yeah, whatever. we're making right. clothes for ourselves, and I think this can be a very liberating space because it can give us more choices. And I'm reading this book right now by Peggy Orenstein. It's called Girls and Sex, and it's about uh, exploring the current culture uh, on college campuses, mm-hmm. like hookup culture, and right. and how girls of all different um, backgrounds have experienced this. And she just interviewed right women, and that's what that's what the book is is her interviews with women ages like 15 to 25 and sometimes the young women will say things like oh my gosh I wore this bustier top this morning I put it on in my room and I looked so hot I knew I was gonna have a good day right and then they got to school and she the young woman said everyone started staring at me and I felt like I was out of control of my body Mm -hmm. and I think that that is the crux there might and what she what she she brings up like several of these very similar situations right. like women saying like oh i feel so empowered in my generally some very skimpy clothing you know i feel empowered in my mini skirt and my crop top but then later on they end up feeling uncomfortable and she says that peggy warrenstein says that as a feminist she's she's sort of like i want people to be empowered any way they want but why is it such a narrow choice for women it seems like we can only be empowered in the the skimpy stuff or, you know, like no one ever was like, I went to the frat party in my cargo pants and my <laughs> button up and I felt so empowered. Well, like she didn't she didn't yeah. hear that that experience from women. And I'm not saying I'm not right. I'm not against any type of clothing, but I think you have to when you get to make your own clothing, you get to find an infinite ways of feeling empowered. You're not limited to what's in the store. Right. And this, this was a big well, thing with our bathing well, suits. Well, 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 right. Absolutely. Well, you know, even if you don't make your own clothing, if you learn to alter your own clothing, sure. that's another. That's mm-hmm. another. I gotta. I'm gonna go back just a little bit. I hope we don't sound like we're rambling too much about this. I think we're getting like excited about this whole subject. Colleen, look what you did. Um, any, but me with lingerie. Yeah. I always felt empowered, and I, uh-huh. I I loved it when my bra and my panties matched and yeah. all this, and I. Re- and I had no need to promenade around in front of someone, but I, under my clothing, I felt like it was my own little powerful secret. Sure. So that's how I felt about lingerie. Uh-huh. I didn't have the need for anybody else to see it but me. Yeah. You know, and, and I probably was pretty critical about it when I even put it on my body and, and check it out. But still, it was like, I've got this. And it was sort of like... I guess sim- symbolic. Uh, yeah. Well, are symbolic to me that I have this inner strength. Mm-hmm. There is a core to me that you cannot touch. Right. I think I think that was sort of the 
you know, how I felt about it. Well, and that's what I think that I've, I've kind of struggled with this, too, because I'm like, I don't think you should have to cover up to feel comfortable necessarily. No, but, you, you know, know, the other thing you're but, talking about, too, I, I, maybe uh-huh. here, I don't, I didn't, yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't know about the article or, or whatever you were talking about. The, but there is appropriateness of clothing. I, I really do believe that. I believe if I go into a courtroom, the judge is in charge. And so I should take from what the judge has on what I should wear, which means I probably shouldn't be in like Daisy Dukes and a muscle shirt. Okay. Well, uh, so you that... know, so there's a, I, I do believe that that shows my respect for the other person. So that brings up, like, I, I really feel like, you know, when there are places that have, you know, dress codes like, like that, like you, you need to wear a suit right. to court or whatever, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that can go on there. Um, what if you don't own a suit? You know, da 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 da. Uh, that can all be. But one of the things that she brings up in the book are dress codes at high schools. Right. And sometimes I think that dress codes. The problem is in how they're framed. It's, yes. You can't wear the Daisy Dukes because you're distracting the boys. The boys. Right. You can't wear the tank. And that's what I grew up with. Because yes. you're distracting the boys, and then. It's you know I couldn't it, wear pants so at all. You know what's right. you know what's never like you know fully addressed is boys cat calling girls no matter what they're wearing. Exactly. You know who that's distracting to? The girls. Right. You know that that is a huge point and not I, only distracting but demeaning yeah. and disparaging I and mean, it's ridiculous. And and but yet acceptable. Yes. So cat calling is more acceptable than tank tops. Yeah. You know, uh, well, in, and the, you know that's society. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. You know, things are uneven, th- and we're here to make them better, right? And I grew, you know, I grew up with those those codes in school. I couldn't wear pants. I never wore pants oh, the, to high school the, the in my life. The situation that you described to me about all the girls lining up in front of the school on their knees to yeah. test their the gym skirt teachers length. would make you uh, go down on your knees, and if your skirt didn't touch the floor. You know, you were sent home or, or whatever. You had to pull your skirt down. Some people could pull their skirt down. Yeah, it's, well, first of all, it's demeaning to that sect of the human race. Yeah. The boys weren't asked to bend, no. bending down or, or no. whatever. But the boys couldn't, you know, they if they had belt loops in their pants, they had to wear a belt. You know, sure. there, were, where there were little things. But it was very uneven. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. very uneven. You know, if, on the cold days, the boys were wearing, you know, long pants and, and sweatshirts or whatever, and the girls were in skirts, skirts. with, you know, the blizzards, go, you know, going right up, you know. And, and, I'm, and, and you're freezing at the bus stop. How, how fair is that? Right. And I'm just like, you know, I'm sorry. A skirt gives someone more access to your genitalia. Oh, okay. See, uh, like, I think a skirt makes me freer. So, okay, see, well, there, there's, there's but, all but those. No, yeah. okay, just, just this is, a, this right. is an objective fact that, like, if you're, if you're wearing pants where there's fabric right. like, in your crotch right, okay, versus, right. like, a skirt where there's no fabric. You can wear a skirt. I guess you can wear pants under a skirt. But well, like, you are getting very analytical I here. am. I yes. am. But, like, it's just a very thinly veiled, like, left. Over well, right, but what we were told about pants, yeah. uh-huh. okay, is that they were more revealing. They were more revealing because, uh-huh. of course, you could see the woman's shape better. The shape of her body. I mean, I, actually, it does like outline the crotch. Yoga, area. yoga so. pants are very controversial at high schools right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there some places have tried to, uh, like, outlaw. What am I trying to say? Like, forbid leggings on young women. Well, you know, it it's just hard to at any time legislate what someone's going to wear and 
how do you be fair or reasonable about it? And I have to admit, I picked you guys up from high school, and I would see not only not only girls, girls and boys, but guys, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'd think, why do they think that they're dressed appropriately for school? And to me, a lot of the time, it, it was about respect. Like, this does not look like it belongs in this setting. This looks like it belongs in the swimming pool or at a picnic or because you know me, I mean, all my life I wore the skinniest bikinis I could, but yeah. I wore them on the on beach. beach and stuff. You know, I, well, I didn't I wear them to school. There can be equitable dress codes. I think the, right. you know, the just like we discussed, the problem is when they say, hey, respect yourself, wear these clothes. You know, wear, don't, don't right. wear tank tops, da da da. And hey, there are male teachers and male students. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry. Well, then you maybe know. they shouldn't be teaching or going there. That's, maybe they should be locked up someplace. Right. I mean, what an excuse. No, and yeah, I, we need to think about what the excuse is. Yes. What right. what the what the right. what the the motivation is. And I think that okay. So like, let's try to wrap this up here. It's one of our longer podcasts. Going uh, back. I to, hope you guys aren't going crazy and thinking we're nuts, but we are. But go, anyway, going back to Colleen, you know, maybe there's a context <laughs> where it's okay to say to your friend, you know. You, you have kind of a big bum, so these pants need to be taken up in the waist. Right. Um, and then maybe there – well, there's certainly context where you should not say to someone, you have a big bum, like just on the street, you right. know, or something like that. Like there, there are definitely places where that's not okay. And I felt – and you can disagree with me, and if you do, you know, write in um, – but I, I felt like that lady and I, we were having a really just like yeah. oh, no, Colleen, personal conversation. You, you are know? a brave and masterful woman. I, I love that you challenged no, she what like, was said. She wins. And, and you did it in a respectful and reasonable manner. She wins the award on like communication on the internet. You Absolutely. Know? If you really think that someone's worth responding to and may have gone astray. Right. Um, and I, you know, some of the podcasters that I, idolize you know the stuff right. you should know guys they've gotten uh mails before where they say something like i think you were insensitive to this issue and they research it and they apologize and they understand right and they say you know we're right we looked over this you know we right, we right. Didn't, you're right maybe we shouldn't be doing we that didn't get right that. we didn't mean it that way but obviously it comes across that way and too. i think also like i do not mean to speak for anyone else you know when one thing that those guys did the stuff you should know guys is there was a emails about like how women are disproportionately criticized for their voices and their vocal tics and stuff and they brought on two other women podcasters to talk about it they didn't go off on i'm a man i'll tell you how this works you know like on about uh, an issue that was for women women. did in 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 writing to you like this is she she did take the chance of you bashing her back i did yeah yeah she you know because that that's happened to me Mm -hmm. i i have before said hey wait yeah. You know, why are you being critical of this? What do you, you know, tell me or you know, explain to me where you're coming from. And the person just bashes me like I should have no voice in that. I think that a lot of my I'm, I'm realizing a lot of the sort of like prejudices and stereotypes that I have that probably most of the time are more damaging to myself than to others. Right. But things that I don't want to, you know pass on to Zelda or, you know, pass on to other women or something. And so we're all on a journey, you know, That's ab- right. about about all this. And so please write in Mallory let's, at sewyear.com. Honestly, let's keep talking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So keep talking. Keep sewing. Go to that sewing group. And if you don't sew that day, talk. It's talk about this. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
boobs. Talking about boobs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. For We've listening. had those boob days in yes. the store. Yes, we yes. have. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our um, little rambly uh, body image episode and have uh, have fun sewing. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.